DZ is going to enjoy this one. This is for you, DZ. Yeah. Welcome to the Meteor Strike Podcast, where we talk about interesting Meteor packages and other community contributions that make the Meteor JavaScript framework great. This is episode eight for Monday, February 8th, 2016. All right. So uh, we're in the studio with uh, Tecto and Dieter. Hey. Awesome. What's, what's going on? This yeah. is, is this the first time Dieter's joined us? Second time. Second time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, welcome back. No, yeah. Thank you. Good to be so, back. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So today we are talking about a package uh, that uses uh, the, I guess it's a JavaScript uh, library or whatever you want to call it, but it's sanitize HTML. And this is, it's all this is going to be in the show notes, links and all that. But the uh, GitHub account name is D D Jedi Jedi the Jedi I guess you pronounce it like the Jedi try to say that no just the the Jedi colon sanitize yes dash HTML so why would you want to sanitize said HTML well actually I think this package is so important that it should be in core we should put it in core <laughs> and meteor core all the um, cores all the cores yeah. yes because mdg are you listening yes mdg you just need to roll this one up put this in there because it's it important. is inevitable that when you're dealing with a web application sooner or later you're gonna have people typing in little boxes on the internet and uh, if they type some html or some javascript and have malicious intent they can hijack your site and use it for cross-site scripting attacks and all kinds of wonderful malicious activities and uh the entire point of this package is to prevent said behavior. Which in any time you've got text boxes exposed to the internet at large, yes. it should be sanitizing That's, that's the what I'm input. saying. It, 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 it's one of those things that needs to be baked in, ideally baked into the point if there are appropriate ways to do so where you almost cannot avoid using sanitized HTML. Well, there are times where you you maybe have other ways to prevent HTML from going in the database. And, but uh, w- one of the use cases I've had for this particular package was when I knew that number one, we were going to allow saving HTML right into the, uh, into the f- database field, like some markup. Yeah. And, and the reason was because maybe it's a comment uh, and you, you're, you know, a comment in a chat type situation, and you're going to allow maybe some minor well, HTML. But, okay, to that point, though, I think the dynamic is a sane default. So a sane default would be that all HTML is sanitized, and um, you have to consciously decide how you're going to override that. So if you're going to allow certain tags, then you would have to explicitly allow those as opposed to, you know, kind of default to wide open. Well, here's what's cool about it. This package allows you to do that. So you can, nice. You can actually set defaults for your now. You, now I believe you're kind of doing it per field, you know, because you're applying this right in per the, field. You might put this in the method uh, uh, where you're actually taking the input, and you definitely want to save it into the database uh, this way, so it's you're not actually accidentally going to pull it out. Because right, because here's where it's dangerous. Right, in, in in Blaze, here's where it's dangerous is when you do triple braces in a blaze template that's going to wild wild west it is going to spit out exactly what's coming out of that what's in that data object right. it, and and if it's got javascript in it it's going to spit it's that out execute. to the browser yep. yep if it's got mongo in it mm. if it's got some re- it's got some rethink and some bizbang bebop js in there it's going to put that right on the page so yeah, do hickey js that's Biz right <laughs> so um, so anyway, you can set some default options and, um, uh, it, so you, and you can limit the tags you want. Um, 
Uh, so you've got allow tags, uh, you know, like your H3s and H4s and stuff. They've got some examples on the uh, GitHub page, which is cool. But they also have allowed attributes. Uh, they, as example here, have uh, href, name, target. And uh, you've also got some allowed schemes. So you can allow um, HTTP, HTTPS, FTP, those kinds of things. So, so that's pretty neat. So I guess my point, though, is still kind of coming back to saying defaults. Then, if I'm understanding uh, the approach with this package correctly, is let's say you have, of course, a a text field on a form on the internet, and people are going to type into it. If the if this package were in some kind of core context, and the default were to sanitize all HTML, then everything would automatically pass through a sanitization filter. And if you wanted to override that, you would have to use some kind of additional arguments on. Um, which sounds like they're already supported in this package, uh, but some additional arguments indicate allowed tags or, or however you want to attack that, and maybe even have an allowed tags scheme so that you could apply that to lots of fields. Um, but back to the safety dynamic, this reminds me of the insecure package that's built into Meteor from a development uh, perspective. Helps a ton, but uh, as soon as you go to the production, if you leave that, in production, you're you're basically asking yeah, to have your entire site world of hurt. owned, right? Yeah. Well, this is this is really no different. Um, it's almost in, in that sense to me. It's one of those things where when you disable or remove the insecure package, then everything should be sanitized. Um, you shouldn't have to think about it. You should have to think about it if you want to uh, make an exception to the sanitization as opposed to the other way around. Yep. And and so. I'll be even more explicit. To me, these kinds of things, as a uh, framework like Meteor, gains traction, gains popularity, and large-scale commercial applications launch um, inevitably lead to a uh, software-as-a-service company ending up in the news because they've been hacked. And um, it's something as simple as make this the default. It shouldn't even be possible without thinking about it to do cross-site scripting attacks. Yep, I like that. It makes a lot of sense. And actually, uh, it is it is an NPM uh, module that it's built off of the sanitized HTML, and uh, mentions here on the page that it they actually uh, also use the HTML parser too to actually do the actual parsing of the HTML. So cool. it's kind of interesting uh, tidbits. But um, it also cleans up poorly closed uh, P and image elements, which are super handy. That is good because because I mean, if anything, that can just dirty up. Your page. I mean, even right. if it's not a security issue with a like a P tag, it would be like, you know, just a just a pain to. I mean, it just would cause problems rendering probably. So it's nice that it kind of does some of that cleanup for you. Yeah. Uh, but what what I've done in the past with this one is I'll use it on fields where I'm, especially if I'm pretty sure I'm going to wind up uh, displaying using the triple braces and blaze. Mm-hmm. And so in the method, I actually go ahead and and, and make decisions on what I'm going to allow or not. Um, and that seems to help, but, um, yeah, if we could, if we could kind of, you know, have it as a default for all kinds of stuff and make it yeah. a little simpler, that would be kind of cool. And there's probably some cool ways to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I think though, the, the two takeaways from, you know, quick hit on this subject though, are for a lot of, a lot of people getting started in media development, if you've got HTML that you've allowed to, uh, be saved into the database and you want to kick it back out and be rendered, it's not always immediately obvious to people or, you know, they don't immediately find where to look to find out how to get that HTML back out. And so having the opportunity to um, kind of lay out that you need the triple braces and blaze. And then if you're going to do that, 
sanity check, get this uh, package installed and configured for those fields so that you're not you know, taking so many chances. Most definitely. Yep. So I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Um, I want to thank um, a community member, Josh, uh, here at HP5 Cowork for actually uh, bringing, this up. bringing this up. He didn't yep. bring up this this package, but he brought up some questions that kind of led to saying, hey, you probably want to use this in that scenario with your Meteor app. And uh, Josh is learning Meteor and part of Meteor Charlotte uh, group. So that was really kind of cool. And nice. uh, so give him a little shout out there. Yep, yep. All right. So we will see everybody next week with another package or short discussion on Meteor. It's yeah, not so a hard stop. It's a it's a guide. It's a yeah. 